0: Hey guys, welcome back again to the Cut, Light, and Smoke podcast presented by ZealCigars.com, CigarSoapbox.com, and coming to you live from the Huddle Up Store Studios live in sunny Phoenix, Arizona. Well, this isn't really going to be live. You guys are going to be hearing a recording of it, and uh, I'll be listening to it later on judging myself and the other two two men around the table with me right now. Again, I have my co-host apart from, apart from me, across from me. Uh, which is uh, know it all JB? JB, say what's up? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And as always, when it comes to sketchy subjects, we have our our resident critic and uh, unbeliever in the room, part time Dave. Part time Dave, say what's up? What up, everybody? Dave, Dave, that's not fair. Dave was like the first one to really
1: be like, dude, this place has got a ghost in it.
0: I know. I know, but whenever we say something to him, he's like, he's like, ah, well, you sure I have it wasn't to, I the have wind? To question it. You sure it wasn't this? Were you on crack? And I was like, look, I stopped crack last year. Okay, come on. <laughs> so, <laughs> in all honesty, I mean, so re- recently, so th- we're doing a podcast on this, and we're gonna call this. I mean, I mean, we can call it the ghosts back. We can call it the, you know, strange things were afoot, and we're, get, we're we're on the heels of October, and in my life, in October is when everything kicks up in the fall, supernaturally speaking. Uh, lots of crazy stuff happens. Happens all the time. Happens every year. Uh, that that things that are unexplainable. I mean, and I don't mean like, hey, you know, you're on you're on the way to you know, go go uh, go to the grocery store and, you know, you trip and fall and there's no reason for you to trip and fall because you're on, you're, you're clumsy. You're just clumsy. Yeah. yeah, I'm talking about like something that's not explainable that that is verifiably strange. You know, if you would. So, <clears throat> and this and something just happened recently. I mean we JB and I were recording a video today. And so if you're coming over from the video, if you if you want to see the video part portion of this, you can go to Best Cigar Reviews and watch our, our, our latest video. So as we were recording, we heard something fall, essentially, in the lounge. And 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 that that by itself wouldn't set us off, but it was pretty loud. And now uh, we do have an ice maker in there for people who want to enjoy ice cold beverages and so on and so forth at our uh, lounge. And I and JB says it's probably just the ice maker. So we came back, we finished the recording and everything else like that. And we walked up front and what happened, JB? Well, the, f- the funny thing was is you went, went all the way back up front to the desk and
1: sat down at the computer and didn't even notice it. And then I come up, and I'm, like, just smoking through the cigar that we're reviewing, and then I noticed that there was uh, something laying on the ground. And I was like, hey, dude, it wasn't the ice maker. And you're like, what do you mean? And I was like, there's something laying over here on the ground.
0: So we have this old uh, brick house, uh, Indian, if you would, and uh, it- it's basically like a – I guess the word is, would be. Uh, hit the pause real quick. I, got, I got take. So in October, crazy things happen. All that to say. So, uh, you, yeah, JB, you were saying I went up to my desk and I didn't see it, and you were smoking and you saw this. So we had this like brick house Indian that hangs on the wall. Uh, it's by brick house, like a diamond crown. It has yeah, like a chalkboard on it. Right, it holds this little bit box of uh, uh, of like fake cigars, Yeah, if like you little would. diamond crown cigars. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A little fake, little fake, little thing of cigars. Uh, and that thing's been glued up there and stuck up there for five years. Uh, and it, It's never come off. And, and we used this, this 3M type stuff, you know, that, um, that we had a sign out front for five years that I literally had to pull off as hard as I possibly could. And it said, now open. Because uh, after about three years, you'd think people know you were now open. <laughs> so long story short, that fell off. And JB is like, what was that? And then he looks at me, holds his arm up, and all the all – the, he's got goosebumps, and all the hair on his arm is standing straight up. And then I go over to where he is, and the same thing is happening to me. I hold up my arm like, oh, my gosh. And then what did you see?
1: Well, that what I saw actually happened before the, the goosebumps. Um, so you were like fiddling with the, the little cigar box trying to put it back into the, the little Indian dude's hand on the, on the thing hanging there, and uh, your back was to me – And I was looking like over your left shoulder down the hallway into the lounge and it looked like something like kind of shadowy, very similar to what I saw back here, except smaller Um, move from like right to left. So from where I'm looking, it would have looked like it went from the second cigar humidor towards the back warehouse. So you see the shadow. Yeah, yeah, like really small, kind of like a gray, cloudish-looking thing, and it just it moved really quickly from this from our house humidor, from right to left towards the back, um, like the where the warehouse is basically. So and you
2: saw, you actually saw a visual then.
1: Yeah. So this is the second time you've seen a visual here. It is. That was much smaller than the first time, though. Um, and actually, to be honest, maybe even a little bit more confirmable than the first time.
0: So let's give some context real quick to stuff that happened before that. So we understand. So yeah. I was watching a movie today. It was a historical, contextual movie called the uh, um, the Crucifixion or something like that. It's a horror movie where a nun ends up getting possessed, and the the priest tries to drive it out, and the and a, and a demon and possesses several people in the movie, and so on and so forth. So I'm gonna watch that before I came here. And then before we came back and shot the video, I was watching a pastor talk about a, a demon that he saw. And this is just on my shorts. So it wasn't something I was you know looking for. Um, a, a demon was in his office he said and he, it, it manifested in the sky that was talking to him about how he, he had the demon's name was Jesus he was a false Jesus if you would so um, and it was really 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 uh, kind of creepy and we both saw that part before any of this stuff happened yeah. which I thought was really interesting uh, I didn't tell JB I watched that movie or anything like that until after all this stuff happened you know, and uh, then you came in and I was like, dude, we got to get this on, on podcast right now. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. <laughs> and uh, and then you proceeded to tell me about a picture you caught when you were in Jerome's. Talk, talk about that story real quick.
2: Yeah. So I, we've talked about this before, but we do. My family likes to do some ghost hunting here in Arizona. We travel different little parts of towns um, here in Arizona. We have a lot of small towns here. A lot.
0: A lot of ghost
1: towns.
2: A lot of ghost towns. Yeah. A lot of haunted ones. So Jerome's one of the, the top ones that a lot of people like. to Yeah, visit. I know.
1: Some Yahoo tried to drive over the Apache death freaking death spirits caves. and 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 got a pop tire. That was a funny story. But uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, we
2: were in Jerome. We stayed the night there at the Grand Hotel, which is a really expensive night. It's like 270 just to stay there for one night. But it's right. a very popular hotel, and it, it is fun. It's it's it, the kids love it. My wife loves it, and <clears throat> we always try to capture something. Usually, we never do. Besides, my son caught one EVP one time. But this particular night, I set up trail cameras that have infrared, and they're they have a, a motion sensor on them, so they go off whenever it senses motions. And I put them in the room when we went to sleep. And I woke up in the uh, the next morning, and I was going through it. But prior to that, I had and I was me and you were talking about this earlier. I had sleep paralysis, and I've gotten it before. And it's if and no one knows what sleep paralysis, is. it's kind of like where you're halfway awake but still asleep, and your body freezes itself. And it's actually a defense mechanism that your body does to protect yourself from sleepwalking or acting out anything. Do you play in of- possum, bro? Yeah, pretty much. Your, your body plays possum, and you can't move. You're completely frozen.
0: It's I, horrifying. Yeah, It's, it's horrifying. really, it's
2: actually really scary because yeah. a lot of things, like when I get it and stuff like that, I think I'm moving. Like I'm shaking my wife to like, hey, wake me up. Get me out of this, and I'm not. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden I wake up, I'm like, that never even happened. Mm-hmm. But in this particular case, I... When you have sleep paralysis, you're aware of the room you're in. And you can see things that are going on. I saw an old lady wearing a white nightgown. She was a very old lady, gray hair, um, wearing a very long white nightgown. And she was standing next to me. And it scared the crap out of me. And I, sh- I woke up and I shook it all off. The next morning, I look at the the trail cameras that I set up. And I put it in my computer. And the one that caught this, it's like someone lifted the blanket up by our feet And pulled it up. Now, I tried debunking it several times. Like, maybe my foot kicked it. Maybe I was uh, moving my my legs. Sometimes I I might sleep with my knees bent. Um, I don't know if anyone sleeps like that, if I'm just a weirdo. But um, when you look at it, it looks like someone grabbed it. But it was kind of too high for me to put my legs up that high. Okay. And then that's it. That's the only picture I got. So that alone, you know, questionable, maybe. But if you post something like that, I mean, I always try to debunk it like, Maybe it was my feet. Maybe it was something else. Mm-hmm. You know. So that that was a definitely unique experience.
0: And you know, I think with this kind of with this kind of stuff and this kind of topic, the reason more men don't believe it necessarily is because uh, one, they might be really scared of it. That that may be one, one, one thing. The other thing is it's just distracting. Like it's it's it. You can get your mind your mind can just go crazy on it, and you just go down the rabbit hole of like supernatural things of which there's no end. You know, um, there's more videos on on YouTube now than ever about ghost hunters and, and what have you and, and so on and so forth. And so I think what's what what's a little scary about it is that people are, when you, when you dive into it like that and you're actually looking for it, you're kind of scared about what you find. Yeah. You know, and when you find some stuff that's unexplainable, you're like, well, how did that happen? It doesn't seem like there's anything there in the strings or anything like that. And uh, when that kind of stuff happens, so, but I it's become such a part of my life uh, and you know, I, I'm writing a book about it and I, I think that's a a scary little, little part of, you know, it not scary. I'd say interesting that's, that's coming back, coming back again, you know, that it's, that it's, that it's, it, it, that it's happening again here, that it would be something that I just kind of go, well, what, 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 why is that happening at this point? And why is that? So let me ask you a question. What are reasons you guys have heard or that, that this kind of stuff does happen?
2: So I grew up in a very Christian household. My mom was a pastor, mm-hmm. and I've always been told things like this happen for two things. One, there's something wrong with the house it needs a blessing mm-hmm. It's unsettled, or there might be bad spirit there. Two, it might be someone from the past trying to reach you. Okay. Was your mom or dad the one that was
1: to own Odom? My mom. Your mom? Yeah. So she's my mom's very religious. Very, like, she's very spiritual. What, what does Toto mean? Uh, that's one of the Native American tribes that lived Northern uh, like, Mexico and yeah, southern Northern Okay. Yeah, so they okay. they have a, one of the bigger reservations here in Arizona where um, they actually don't let people into it. So they're still pretty rooted in a lot of the traditional ways uh, okay. that they lived by originally. Okay.
2: If anybody wants to visit, there's a nice Indian firebread place down south in Arizona. I forgot what it's called, but they have the best fried bread and tacos ever so Ooh, yeah. yeah it's amazing but yeah my mom is very religious so she's always like talked to me about things like that she was like she tells me she's like no if you see something like that means you, you know she wants to anoint me she puts oil on me and prays yeah. for me and stuff like that she's she's also the kind of person who anoints the house and prays for the house and mm-hmm. stuff like that um so i mean she's always made me feel like if you see anything like that it's usually evil
0: yeah mm. yeah i i would i would agree i mean just in precedence yeah, I would agree on precedence that, you know, things like that don't happen naturally because I, I don't believe in good ghosts necessarily. I don't, I don't believe that. I don't believe, I believe there's angels and demons, and I, I think that's about it. And um, things can distract you from what you're trying to accomplish. And, you know, we're trying to accomplish sales here and trying to accomplish, you know, uh, content and everything else like that. And that was distracting. Literally got me up from the video to go look and see what that, that, that was, you know, and, and I, I didn't see anything. So I was, you know, initially not really uh, scared or concerned, but now I kind of am. Now I'm kind of like, what's, what's that about? What is that? And so on and so forth. And, you know, and I, I don't know if it's because, you know, I, I wasn't watching that movie or anything else like that because I'm getting close to fall or anything else like that. I was just like, no, nah, that's interesting. I want to hear about that. What, what's, what's the, th- whenever I watch a movie, I watch it for one reason. i pretty much one reason. What's the theology behind that movie? What is, what are they, what are they trying to say about God? And the movie ended actually pretty well, you know, it did. Um, but the, the problem that I see is that when, when, when people get enamored with this kind of stuff, they go down the rabbit trail to where they feel that spirits and or demons or angels or whatever whatever it is have more power than they're entitled to. I think that's one of the things that I, I think it's interesting. And so people, people are, either they don't give fallen angels the respect they deserve and think they can control them, which they don't, they can't, you know, or they, um, according to scripture, or they don't know what they're playing with and it's fire, you know, and, yeah. and it can be easily consumed.
2: It's like kids playing with the Ouija board. They think it's a toy, but oh my they're, gosh. They're, deep down inside, they're really opening up some type of door.
0: Oh, yeah. 100%. Have you played with Ouija board? No. Yeah. Have you? No. Good. Don't.
2: I'm too afraid to. I would, yeah. I, yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm I, almost when it comes to this stuff.
0: I have. It's messed up, dude. It's really messed up. That, that's where I think my, the first demonic encounter I ever had came from was playing with a Ouija board. That's scary. Yeah. And that was after I was a Christian. So I wasn't playing with it as I was a Christian, but it, but the the demonic entity, which I believe is demonic showed up, showed up in my, in my house after that fact, after that fact, after three years after that fact, how old were you? I was 18 when this happened. Yeah. 18 when it was a series of nights. I've told the story before a ser- series of nights that, um, over a period of four nights, uh, a demonic presence came into my room and, uh, one, one, one night was, I could definitely feel it. The second night, it got on my bed, and I had a water bed. So I felt like something on all fours got on the water bed. And, and the last night, I actually saw these red eyes in front of me, and I jolted to my parents' room that was right, right down in the hall from mine and jumped in their bed. And my, my dad was going nuts. And the, the next day, he woke up and asked if I maybe checked into a psychiatric ward, you know, because wow. he thought I was crazy, you know, because this happened four nights in a row. And each night I ended up on my parents' floor right next to their bed just because I was so afraid. At 18 years old. Never had any kind of context for this. So I wasn't taught about this. Even as a new Christian, I wasn't taught that there's a spiritual realm. And <clears throat> what I what I find and what to talk about now I think is, is interesting because in culture, the spiritual realm is so, it seems overtly pronounced with with entertainment and everything else like that where they're not trying to hide what they think anymore. I mean, they, they're flashing pictures of demonic things on screens for people to look at. Sam Smith did this big performance, you know, um, at the VMAs and so or, or the Grammys or whatever it was. Um, and so, I mean, where satanic symbols and things like that are very popular now, and people are people it, think they're using it's a fashion style now. Yeah, well, yeah, and people, are, it's I liken it to the. I mean, if you remember the, the early '80s where. Metal bands were putting pentagrams on everything just to, just to make it sell, you know. And, and every single one of them said that. Every single one was like, yeah, dude, the devil thing was big. So, we, we, you know, Molly Vince Neal was like, yeah, we, we, we did this so, it, so the things would sell. You know, it was great. People thought we were Satanists and stuff like that. We embraced it because, you know, shoot, heck, man, I'm going to sell more, you know, 100,000 more, you know, albums and put a couple more million dollars in my pocket for that. And, you know, and, that, and, and that's the aspect of where people think you can control, but you really can't. And this is why I, I think the why behind all that kind of stuff is probably because people are so uneducated about the spiritual realm or Hollywood preaches about the spiritual realm in the wrong way the, to, to uh, people that want to hear it, you know?
2: Well, speaking of Hollywood, <clears throat> I was watching this one thing. Um, you know, who machine gun Kelly is MGK. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, unfortunately
1: yeah. I'm from Cleveland. So
2: yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I figured oh, both of you guys are from uh, <laughs>
1: Ohio. Um, I'm, but, a, I'm a wild boy. <laughs> I actually have friends that made a song that was better than that about Buffalo Wild Wings. I don't know what song you're talking well, about. I'll show you later. It's
0: funny. <laughs> it's a funny song.
1: Anyway, MGK. Yeah,
2: the creep. So some guy was interviewing Megan Fox on, nah. they, they drink each other's blood. Well, not anymore. What? They broke up. What? He was cheating on her.
0: Oh, well. Okay. Good for him. Uh, good surprise, surprise. Um, right?
2: But she was talking about it. And it's like, yeah, like, you know, it's not like we're like, she was explaining herself, like, we don't, like, just pour it in a cup or anything like that. Like He'll cut his chest, and I'll lick it off of him. I'll cut myself, and he licks it off of me. And they do it as a ritual. And the guy who was doing the interview with, like, it, it broke out. and be like, this is what's going on in Hollywood. They are so forefront with satanic Situations, oh yeah, and devil oh, yeah. worshipping, and now it's become like, like I said, a style. It's a fashion trend now. Like mm-hmm. you know, going through it. Uh, who's that? Uh, that one guy who Lil Nas X with the shoes. Yeah, that that guy. Like he he he's talked about it and stuff like that. So how how much do you feel that Hollywood is not like changing the way young kids are impressionable people oh, think about well, I, I, things I, like that?
0: I think the thing that most people don't realize is that the de- the very strict of the devil ever played was the fact he doesn't exist. You know, or or they try to make people think that he doesn't exist. You know, like that's some kind of fact.
1: He's, if you look at it, if you look at it like, like medieval times, right? It's the easiest way I can put it. We live in the the king's kingdom, right? Mm -hmm. Being God. There's a court jester that runs around the king's kingdom. The devil is the court jester. His job is to deceive you. Mm -hmm. and make jokes and do funny things. Like Hollywood is a big part of that court gesture, if you think about it that way.
0: Yeah, I mean, in particular, in particular the way that they portray Christians in Hollywood and how they blackball Christians in Hollywood, I mean, this is is a very well-known thing. It's not something that, you know, you, you should watch the Richie the Barber guy. He's a guy who was Is he the clown? Yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, I was I gonna say I know a guy, guy yeah. named oh. the barber, but I don't yeah. think you guys
1: want to go see him. Yeah, that yeah. dude's a trip, man. He's great, dude. Yeah. He's great.
0: Yeah, talks like this. Yeah, dude. Does it sound like Stevo? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of reminds me of Yucco the
1: clown. Right. Yeah,
0: he's full tatted out. His face is tattooed like a
2: clown. He has like a decked out, awesome mustache. Is, is he a juggalo?
1: No, I mean, no, he can
2: pass he, for
0: one, but no, he's not. He's like a dedicated Christian, but he's okay. a professional barber. Yeah, okay. And he's and he was a you know barber to the stars essentially. You know, so he has all these stories about places he'd go with these Hollywood people, and he would say, like, "Hey, man, this is these people really do some crazy stuff, and this is what this is what these parties are like, this is what these rituals are like." I've seen things where every single person—I mean, he he outs everybody, you know—and and when it it makes sense that you would discredit somebody who is speaking the truth by calling them a conspiracy theorist or calling them you know, um, a crazy Christian or crazy religious person. I mean, today, there's only one religious group in America that is persecuted more than anybody else. And who is that? It's the Christians. It's 100%. Everybody knows that. So anybody who is a rational thinking Christian. When it's supposed to be that way. Yeah. Well, I mean, according to scripture, of course it is. Yeah. But when you see, but but, but people on the outside that might be even listening to this podcast thinking, like, oh, you guys are just, you know, your gluttons are punishment. That's why you put yourself in harm's way all the time. No, harm's way comes to get you. You know, we don't put ourselves in harm's way, but harm's way come, come to get, comes to get us all the time, you know, particularly as believers. And so I think that the the thing that Hollywood's trying to do is trump all of this stuff up to imagination and AI and all this other kind of stuff. I mean, it's, it's all smoke and mirrors. The devil's not real. God's not real. Everything else like that. It's all just pretend it's a way to scare you. And, and everything that we do is just a way to scare you, but they can't, they can't. Well, see here. Oh man, you just, you just sent me into another layer of this but, dude. But here, here's my point. You, you can't debunk the things that happen on supernatural settings, meaning like, there's sets where they're filming movies where things are happening like crazy. Oh yeah. That's supernatural and people are like uh, Oh, you mean Alec Baldwin yeah. shooting somebody maybe? Yeah. I mean that that was just maybe. foolish. I don't know. And maybe you said, you know, so all the <laughs> all those things, all those things that happen, like there's reason behind it. You know, there's there's people that, that, you know, the devil wants silent because they're dangerous. You know, if you speak the truth and you stand up for the truth, you're a dangerous human being. In particular, because some, some people might start thinking, when you wake up, I mean, the real woke ones, when you really wake up and you start recognizing that there's a spiritual realm around, this just happened on Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan actually read, read a portion of the Bible on Joe Rogan. It's crazy. It really is. So people are waking up. Joe Rogan's closer than ever to be probably becoming a Christian, to be honest with you. So the people are, are literally waking up and saying like, okay, there's too many things that are circumstantial that I have to pass off as circumstantial in order to get through this life there's just there has to be a spiritual realm there just there just does too many things are obviously evil that people are saying are good and it's not good it's obviously evil you know we I mean <laughs> not to get not to get sidetracked but when it when it comes down to it, like just being honest about the whole abortion issue, I mean you've got a genocide happening with young black men okay where the we're the most dangerous the dangerous place, the most dangerous place for a, a young black man is in the mother's womb because they moved all the Planned Parenthoods to inner cities. And so they're aborting young black males at an absolute catastrophic number, but nobody says that. And we play, we, we play it off as like, well, it's the mother's womb. You shouldn't, tell, you shouldn't tell the mother what to do. You can't tell somebody what to do with their own body. And I'm like, okay, what's, the government told me what to do with my body, right? Take yeah. the vax, man. Get the vax. I mean, so like... I'm just, I'm not even like a, I don't think I'm a highly super high IQ kind of guy. I'm just a rational human being going, hmm, this seems weird. And then everything in the Bible has come true. And then everything in the Bible said this was all going to happen. And it looks like it kind of is. Joe Rogan puts this on his podcast the other day where a comic was telling him, dude, did you hear about the number of the beast? Did you hear what they're doing overseas? There's people putting microchips in their hands, in their hands. And if the, if their hand gets cut off, they put it in their head. I mean, the... Just so you well, know, they've even
2: talked about chipping your kids, right? Because Kidnappings are so high that right. hey, let's, if you put a chip in your kid, you can track them. But so can the government. So can right. everyone else.
0: Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, like all this stuff is happening and you eventually have to come to the conclusion like, okay, there's, there's real evil and there's real good in this world. And you got to figure out how, how that comes about. Okay. And you got to do the history and get do the homework to kind of come to, to a conclusion like, okay, if, if the Bible's true, then there has to be some kind of precedence for it and do the homework and do the history and you're going to see all the precedents. You're going to see everything about it. And And give me, and here's the, here's the other thing too, I, and nobody wants to debate me. And, I, I, and I'm not trying to get a big head about it, but anybody wants to debate me, come on this podcast. I'll, I'll Zoom you in or we'll put you in and everything. Like and You can debate me on this kind of stuff, but you can't because facts are facts. And the reason we don't want to agree with facts is because that interferes with our freedom or interferes with what we want to do. If the Bible's true, then that means, oh my gosh, I have to love people I don't like to love. I have to, I have to care about things I don't like to care about, you know, instead of just getting lost in my Call of Duty, you know, scoring and prestige ranks or something like that, you know. So, but not, not that Call of Duty is bad because Dave and I and JB will game, so don't worry. But, but there's a, but that, but you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, that, that's the thing. So, but I want to hear from you guys, like, what, I mean, am I crazy? Do you think that's, that's, that's an outlandish way of looking at it? Or do you think, like, there's some truth in there?
2: I, I think there's absolutely, truth in there
0: i when it comes to
2: god those like global elitists mm-hmm. and you hear about some rituals that they do um certain religions um scientology you know is a, is yeah. a big one yeah um you know a, a lot of that is forefronted to push agendas out there yeah and I've, i feel like people nowadays and i'm not like this at all i can give a shit even if i was a millionaire i'd be like just living a redneck style life, having Mm -hmm. side-by-sides boats and stuff like that. Right. But some people want that glory and that fame. What are they willing to do to get that? You know, I've heard stories of people selling their souls in Hollywood to get that fame. And sometimes I almost believe it. Like, how is one individual so talented at everything? Oh, yeah. And they have so much money and do all these things. How do they get that? And they're they're so rare. These people are so rare. But now it's like just this one intersection of just these type of people, and they can control others by their presence and their influence, I
1: I think they're rare and they're not. What do you because mean? Because I think that's one of the things that social media has kind of shown is, and, and is given is kind of the false hope that's given to young kids is that they can be those people. Yes, because now yeah. you're seeing so many TikTok stars, you're seeing so many YouTube stars, you're seeing so many Twitch streamers, and these are people that. Have like doctor disrespect? That dude could be an actor. Like yeah. that dude could play that, that character w- exactly. Oh, yeah. sure, right, sure, sure, like, sure. That sure. dude could be a, an actor, or yeah. he, he could even probably be an improv comedian mm-hmm. because yeah. he's he's pretty quick witted, right? Oh yeah. So the see, I'm I'm gonna probably support your point a little bit better here too in a way that I, like it's kind of interesting that more people aren't put into those positions or or come up right. Like how are there not more comedians? Because there's some funny ass people out yeah. there that are, you know, doing dive bars and stuff like that, uh, you know that aren't going to ever get a Netflix special worth 150 million dollars. Um and that, you know there's people out there doing, you know, acting and stuff on YouTube and stuff that, that that'll never be big actors that that are, that are probably pretty good. So yeah, I think it's interesting that certain people definitely get put into that for sure. Yeah, they're like elevated and they're yeah. lifted
2: up at such a high status. Yeah.
1: And they can be used. Absolutely.
2: Oh, 100%. They can be used. And, and Huge influence. Those are the kind of people that influence younger people. They put out their things on social media. I mean, they're advertising. A company goes, I'm like, dude, you have a, over a million followers. Hey, advertise my product for me, please. And they get paid that way. Yeah. You know, there, there's a lot of ways that society's influenced now. My biggest point of view is with all that influence, what's the negative that's coming behind it? What, what is the true agenda that they're trying to do?
1: And well,
0: I could tell you, I could tell you one agenda that I've seen so dramatically starting in the nineties, maturing in the early two thousands and is now fully here. And that is that your parents are stupid and you don't need to listen to them. Yeah. That's a, yeah. that's a really good point. And it it started, it started very, 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 innocently. Well, and that's, if you both know, your parents are even around. Right, right, right. But I mean, if your parents are there, I want you to do me a favor real quick. I want you to go through in your head, any kind of father figure in entertainment in the last 30 years on television or even in YouTube, that's intelligent, that the family gathers around, and that leads his family well. Name one you can't Walter White. What Walter? Yeah. <laughs> well, it was, a crack, it was a meth dealer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I don't. Right.
1: I don't know any of those guys personally, you know. So there's there's no way to vet that. Um, no, no, no. What, I, what I'm like, saying, like TV shows. I'm movies. talking about the TV
0: show, the actor in the TV show. They're all written in to be dumb characters. Yeah, like, like back in the nineties, we saying. had we had yeah. Family Matters. Yeah, a great oh, family
2: structure. Oh yeah. yeah, absolutely. We had uh, what are some other? Uh, who's the boss?
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, and they were, and not only that, but they were.
1: They you had different strokes, the Jeffersons. Yeah, I mean, there was a yeah, lot. It was all family oriented
0: television. It yeah, was, but, it was it's, but it's showing the holistics
2: of what a mom, well, a dad, an uh, entire family. Love and,
1: like. What was it? Loving children. Freaking Al
0: Bundy. Married with children. Married with uh, children. Married with children. Here's the crazy thing about that. So he was pretty dumb. You have. Yeah. And it's all played up is the, the man's stupid. So then you have a you have a generation of people who literally I just got into it with my son about his car. I mean like I know more about his car than he does. And he has some Yahoo tell him that he needs to sell his car and do over a stupid axle seal. You know how easy it is to change an axle seal? It's really easy to change an axle seal. Guess how much an axle seal costs? Eight nine eight eight dollars and ninety nine cents on Amazon. And somebody told him, who wasn't his dad, okay, hey, by the way, this I'd sell your car because the thing's gonna break down. I'm like, I put I put so much money into that truck. It's, it's a third gen 4Runner, one of the best vehicles ever. Yeah, It's got a brand new engine, brand new shocks, brand new brakes, brand new everything. And he's talking about over oh, an axle seal. And I literally had to, I had to tell him I had to wrestle with my son, and I recognized how much social media played into my son's thinking. You know, it's like, well, I don't know if I can trust my dad. Maybe it, and so much so that my son, when he was younger, thought that we were aliens or thought that we were robots trying to poison him because he saw it on a TV show yeah don't trust your parents kids don't trust yeah. your parents you know and you'll you'll run into that with your kid later on both of you guys will you know to all of a sudden I you're, will fight your my kids kid. Well yeah of course but like and you have to fight them and tell them like no, mom and dad love you I, I say this so much to my to my son that he gets I, I imagine I imagine my son and my daughters if they bought into the lies of Hollywood, or bought into the lies of entertainment, they would say, "Why is my dad asking me this so much?" Well, you're bringing up a good point
2: because that kind of goes back to the agenda that I was talking about. Like, what what's their ultimate goal? And and realistically, you just said it. It's it's you know, don't listen to your parents. Listen to us. They are the yes. future of like marketing focuses on on those young impressionable kids because yep. they are the future of spending money. Well, yeah, and
1: I, 13, think, 20, 13, I think there's 20. there's two different two different ways that that goes too. Right, like they. Not only don't listen to your parents, but listen to yourself. Yeah. Oh right? yeah. Your I mean, own truth. Your I mean, own. I mean, yeah. 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 Right. So that's one there's thing. No,
0: there's nothing objective anymore. You have your right. own truth. There, What's your truth, Dave? And if your truth here's the weird thing, if your truth counter counteracts with my truth or the actual truth that's really there, I can't I can't discredit that in any way, shape, and form. Because you have the right to your own truth, as much as I have the right to my own truth. Absolutely, and that's horrible. That's the worst thing. That's like telling a kid, like, as, as, there's no speeding. Like, if you disagree with speeding laws, we disagree with like the the speed limit, go ahead and test it. See what happens. Go ahead and test it. What happened? And, and then what happened? And you'll find out the cop's truth. Okay, really is the truth. Okay, you will go to jail if you disagree with drunk driving. You disagree with something else. You're you're gonna find that objective truth is out there. You've just been told that you're you're just. I mean. You, you've been told that you're the center of the universe for so long. That's what a lot of these shows make the kids sound like. Oh, absolutely. Like they're the center of the universe. You can be your own superhero and so on and so forth. You know, so much of it my, might, my, I have a video of my kid and I, I, I still have it on another computer. I just don't know how to crack into it. So I got to bring in this old PC and sometime, let you do your work on it, magic on it, JB. Um, where Camden made a video after he saw the Avengers, he gathered his friends in the, it, it's innocent enough but gathered his friends in the neighborhood and they became the kid Avengers. And he made a video about it at the age of like, I think he was like eight. That's, that's kind of cool. And he's like, it's like, we are the kid, kid Avengers and we will defend our, you know, our, and it was innocent enough, but I just saw, I saw so quickly the influence that that, that a film could have on my kid. You know, and I was like, Oh my gosh. I have to fight for my kid's attention. I have to fight for his respect. To fight for that, and I have to teach and train him. The things that you see on TV are not the reality that you see here. And I think that's one of the things that JB is alluding to in social media. That people, everyone thinks they can be a YouTube star. Everyone thinks they can be a TikTok star. Everyone thinks they can be an Instagram model. Every single person, you're a good-looking person. You can be that, couldn't you?
1: Yeah. Oh, you can get 10k followers easy if you. Oh yeah. Especially if you're a girl. Yeah. If you're in a bathing suit. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Absolutely. Um, But. I think there's a bigger answer to your question on what's their main goal. I'm going to ask one question and one question only, and then I'll I'll, I'll fill it in with what I'm I'm getting at here. World catches on fire tomorrow. The whole world, right? Everything just starts burning. Shit starts getting crazy, right? Maybe it seems revelation-ish, right? Something comes out of the sky. Not going to say what. Not going to say how. Not going to say what it looks like, what they look like. But something comes out of the sky and comes down and says, come with me. Do you get with them or do you not? That's a good question. No. Yeah, I would say no. Absolutely not. What if they're trying to get everybody to believe that because that it could be some alien thing so that when Jesus does actually come back down to this earth, that people are going to run from it thinking it's an alien?
0: Well, first off... If, if when Jesus comes back, it'll be obviously that, Jesus. That's why right. I said yeah, yeah, it the yeah. way that I specifically sure, sure. said it. I'm, but I'm the alien because thing,
1: there's going to be a lot of people that don't know right, right, what that's supposed about, to look yeah. like. Yeah. There's a reason I left that out of there, right? I don't know what so, it is, I don't know how they're coming down here. I'm right. not going to say what it looks like, right? But something shows up and says, I'm the way, come with me.
0: Well, that's that's a good point. Are you gonna
1: run from it, or are you gonna, or
0: are you gonna embrace it? I mean, mo- most people sounds pro- like Project Blue Book. Most, yeah, yeah. are blue? Is it, is it a Blue Book or a blue?
2: what it, I, it's blue something.
0: Blue something. Project Blue something. You
1: heard that before? Project Blue Book. Well, I, I know what Project Blue Book is, as far as like the organization that used to work out of uh, Wright Patterson Air Force Base that did alien yeah, investigation. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 that's what, that's what <laughs> Their Their goal was also to do like, um you know animation in the clouds it's it's yeah, always been know, the like goal of trying to like confuse people like know. hey look and then fake things out and their goal is ultimately to get control of people also. yeah they
1: want to discredit your belief yeah. in there actually being something else that could have created you right exactly. which is what makes this conversation and that question that i ask really interesting because whether it's jesus or not jesus or it's the false prophet that comes down and then jesus comes later you know People are going to have a really hard time differentiating that. And a lot of people are going to operate operate off of fear based off of, oh, there's all this alien UFO stuff happening. Oh, my God, they're coming down here. They're going to take me away. They're going to probe me. They're going to kill everybody. So they're mm. going to run away.
0: So just an interesting thought I had about it. Yeah, well, it's very interesting in the fact that, like, Will more, will more people, and, it, and it's, it, it talks about in Scripture being the, the day of the Lord, you're talking about Jesus' return, being a, a great and terrible one. Not like a, for the first time Jesus came, he was, he was a humble servant. Next time he comes, he's open up a camel. Yeah, the, the iron fist. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's not. He's, he, I mean, it, it, it describes Jesus in Revelation. I think it's 19 <laughs> where he is riding on a white horse. Red he's eyes. got a robe dipped dipped in blood. His eyes are on fire. He's got a sword coming out of his mouth. He's got a tattoo on his thigh that says who he is, which King of Kings and Lord of Lords is on his thigh. I mean, like it, everything about Jesus when he when he comes back, nothing will be like, hmm, I wonder who that guy is you know, it'll be a spectacle. And like with, right. With, and that's, but I think we that's, know that though. Yeah. Here's the weird thing though. Here's the, here's the crazy thing about what you just said. That was just, I never thought about it till now with how much technology we have, how many people would even believe it. Bingo. I mean, we just go, that's kind of an interesting animation. That's really cool. You have know, CGI. You know, yeah. they, they're doing that in the clouds, or it's programs up in the cloud. Yeah, you see, that's that,
1: that's why it's really important to understand how all the events happen, right? right? So then right. you can differentiate right. it the best that you can. Well, but that,
0: that's what the guy on Joe Rogan was talking about. He was like, he was like, dude, we're getting near the end. I mean, if if you look at just just a cursory over overview of like apocalyptic literature, we the, the the time is ticking. What like it, crazy? What did it you say? there was
1: something timing wise, right? So. I forget when it said how long, because nobody knows, right? Yeah, not, but, even, not even the sun. Not even the if, sun knows. But if you look at it in, in far as like, what was it? A thousand years is a, is one year in God's eyes. It's so the so, to the Lord. So a, year a 2000 was technically two years that we've been on this earth in, in God's time frame, essentially, right? So if you look at that. It's and you and you and you take. There's other mathematical things that go into the Bible that, that correlate this and Notre Dame and whatever. Blah blah blah. Go down right. the rabbit hole. Right, right, right. But we're actually, if you take all that into consideration, it would probably happen before the third the third year.
0: Well, there there's also signs and wonders that happen as a result of that. I don't mean the signs and wonders in the church, like speaking in tongues and things like that. There's, there's things that we no, see all this stuff going on over the Middle East right, right now. Right, that, that are that that's just. Tremendous, like we have the Dome of the Rock Mosque by, by the Muslims built on uh, Jerusalem's um, wall, where they could, where the Jews want to build the Temple Mount. Yeah. Okay.
2: But how much of that, like, going, picking back on what you're just saying, Justin? Um, when we talk about like mass extinctions, so yeah. every species on Earth has gone through a mass extinction. We're mm-hmm. seeing the human level; we're approaching that fairly quickly.
1: Well, uh, how, so that that's the thing you got to think about, right? When it comes down to the scientific things, how many mass extinctions have there really been? because yep. uh, according to most history and from from my own personal examination and looking through stuff there's only been one it's been the flood so with that being said on a mass extinction level for humans is it going to be man-made or
2: is it going to be supernatural
0: well that's the thing
1: right well it 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 could be
0: cuz it could be easily could be, be man-made it could be both both and meaning like for example, the, the, yeah, fire the, and brimstone could definitely be man-made. Yeah, so you I are mean, talking about nuclear nuclear warfare is yeah. is man-made, and you see, I mean, our ability to split the atom, and what happened with that, and the harnessing of nuclear fusion, things like that, that we're on the precipice of doing, which we've we've already done. We've harnessed fusion, you know. So, well, and we've that, obviously figured out how to
1: utilize Nikola Tesla's
0: mm-hmm. uh
1: patents and 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 knowledge on how to how to. Manipulate the ionosphere and how to put energy into the ionosphere, which can actually, um, you can actually almost cause earthquakes and 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 yeah, that's the heart system. Well, that's part of it because that ge- that charges the ionosphere and like charges up weather systems. But Tesla had a, one from his Tesla coil sent one beam over Greenland, and he was just supposed to do a flash of light for some guy to see it, and he overcharged the Tesla coil and sent something a little further north than Greenland and it blew a giant round hole in the, in the surface of the atmosphere and all the trees were in the atmosphere in the surface of the ground and all the trees were gone and all the local people have written journals and documentation of feeling an insane vibration and then a loud boom. And then just seeing that
0: that was all that was there. Wow. So there's things that there's things that, you know, are at play here. So, Here's, here's the position I come from, that that God, none of this stuff escapes God. He, knows, he understands what, what's going on. Um, Extinction-level events and so on and so forth, um, how many there's been and everything like that, we don't know. You know, history only goes yeah, back truly. so far. Well, and there's um, been
1: mass extinction events on a smaller scale, right? Pompeii. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, well, the genocide. The genocide. Every genocide yeah, 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 we've yeah. had. I mean, we've got uh, now
0: and... Uh, China and we have you know the killing fields with yeah, uh, the Jews, yeah, um, I mean, yeah, and Hitler and the Jews. I mean, uh, so
1: ext- what was the other one I was thinking of? When
0: though? you're saying extinction, you mean the whole human race being gone?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. That's that's going to be something that I think that everyone's. I mean, the 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 Green New Deal and everybody that's on the side of the, the ecology stuff is saying that we're getting warmer and everything else like that, and that's what's going to cause this extinction if we don't quit it and we can't we can't reverse it, although. What's, what's fascinating is when you come down to the science in that we're still building things on coastal lines where if we believe that, if we really believe that the oceans are going to rise and everything else like that, no bank in their right mind would fund anything like that because every, and you work for a bank. You know you don't put money into an investment that won't be there because you can't get your return on it. So no bank in their right mind, no banker. no Unless you know you
1: exactly know. how long you've got until that right. happens. Which- so
0: the next hundred years, <laughs> the next hundred years, they're not they're definitely not planning oh. that, that any extinction. Of well, it, it kind
2: of goes back. If, if they know for a fact that's going to happen and we can't stop it, then what are we doing to prepare for it? Because it looks like they're not preparing anything. Are we building walls? Are we receding neighborhoods back further from the ocean nope, to kind of prepare doing, for it? Nope, yeah. They're not doing anything.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, I always, I mean, follow the money is a good is a good way yeah. to think. Yeah, follow the money. So, if, if, we were, if we really were getting warmer and we, we aren't, it's been historically proven already, while there are things that are getting warmer, it's also cyclical. And we've seen that. We've seen cycles all the time in weather. We've seen it get colder. We get, I mean, in the 70s, it thought we were going through a new ice age, you know, because it was getting so cold around the world all the time. And then now we're, we think it's going to be heating and, and so on and so forth. And now it's going to go back into ice, into a, a cold snap. And it continues to do that the Farmer's Almanac is a great resource for anyone that wants to follow weather, to look at the weather cycles, to look at the weather cycles and how going far back into the 1800s, how, how much we've gotten hot and cold and hot and cold. We went through the Great Depression because of a hot, a hot spin, Yeah, you know. And it, and, and that, but that was before the infrastructure that was here in America that we have now. So we'll never have that again because of something called what? credit. Right. I mean, everybody everybody works on credit. You have to have debt in order to have credit. And so everyone has debt and so everyone has credit and everything else like that. And now I'm talking about banking. I don't even know how i got in (laughs) that. That's your job. That's your job. Uh, But, but I, I think it's, I think it's really interesting that if, if Jesus himself would come back and say, this is, well, first off, when he does come back, according to scripture, everyone will know it. Like it'll, it'll be very, very distinct. Um, But, if somebody comes back and pretends to be him, it may not be that distinct. You know, it may not be that distinct. It may, it may be everything that you see in the book of Revelation. In fact, we can, we can produce the book, the book of Revelation right now with the technology that we have, you know, like you're talking about all the stuff that you're, you're talking about Nikola Tesla. Yeah. All that stuff can be produced. Oh yeah. Yeah. It really can. Everything from images and everything like that. But like we were talking about with, with, with the Dome of the Rock mosque and everything like that, uh, being on um, the Jewish Temple, so so the Jews. So this is a great question to ask um, any any Jew. That uh, God set up a very clear sacrificial system in the Old Testament. Well, since the Dome of the Rock Mosque has been in the Temple Mount, the only place that, that the Jews can actually sacrifice is the Temple Mount. So every Jew right now that's not having a having an animal sacrifice for their sins, their sins are being built up against them. They believe that literally, they believe that that's that's the biblical way of understanding. You know biblical Judaism uh, and so that's why they want the, the temple mount back so if they can get the temple mount back but then that what does that happen that causes what war yep. yeah you take the Dome of the Rock Mosque down Dome of the Rock mosque down you will have an absolute war between Jews and, and Islam immediately if that happens and it's just and it's so weird how how the peace is, is kept there and particularly in Jerusalem where you have Christians Jews and Muslims all living in like absolute peace well i don't know how peaceful it is i, I don't know but it, it they've been working there and living there together for a very long time yeah you know so but as a as a as a jew you could not in good faith go yeah we we're, we're okay with that we're okay with that no you need your temple mount back back that's important because god gave that to them that was one it's in scripture and everything else like that
2: doesn't this also say that the whole entire thing with the rapture and god coming back starts with the holy war mm-hmm. like where originally started
0: yeah, a beast from the east will come over the river. Yeah. It, it, all, it all happens in the Middle East. It, everything will happen. There'll, there'll be a, the, the crazy thing was there'll be an antichrist that comes out of this, an antichrist, and that's going to be a world leader. We don't know who it is yet. we will try to bring everybody together. Yeah.
1: And yeah. that's another thing about he, he aliens, will. right? He will. He will bring That's together. another thing about aliens is if they fake an alien invasion, what's the best way to bring the whole world together is that the whole world is under threat?
0: New world order.
1: Exactly. That's another way.
0: Yeah, So that's that, another answer that's to your a, question. That's a that's a, that's a very very interesting thought. Yeah, is that there's a new war order that comes out of this because a guy is offering peace to everybody, yep. and everybody wants peace. There's there's not even a dictator doesn't want peace. They all want peace. They all want they all want to live, and they all want to have they all want to flourish. Well, and as much money
1: war makes them, it doesn't benefit in a lot of ways.
0: No, no. Ask Germany and Japan after World War II. How much it benefited both of them? Yeah, we helped okay. them rebuild. Everything that's there. Yeah, that's what our
1: taxes were supposed to be for for only like 15 years, but somehow it got extended to, uh,
0: you know. Yeah, Dave, you're a banker. Talk to how about much that? longer? Oh, God, no. Yeah. Taxation's theft. It's, it, yeah, dude. Yeah, it, it. It,
1: it was only, there was only two, twice it was re signed back in after the Declaration of Independence. And the whole reason we left was taxation without representation. It was signed back in after World War One to help rebuild our infrastructure after World War One, And then it was signed back in in World War Two. To rebuild our infrastructure and also rebuild Hiroshima, and Nagasaki, because we blew it up. But you guys sound like conspiracy theorists when you say stuff like that. You know that, right?
0: You it's sound, it's you factual. Sound, you sound yeah. you sound
1: you sound just. You uh, could look that stuff up.
0: Yeah, you just sound like. And then they just
1: rewrote theories. in an amendment to keep the
2: taxes there. Well, now everything the federal reserve they were getting controls fat pockets. Everything now. What'd you say? I said now the federal reserve controls everything now. Yeah, it does everything.
0: All all the gold in California is no longer there. Yeah and everything is under the federal reserve. Why is that dangerous, Dave?
2: Because there's no actual value to money or currency anymore.
0: It's One, pre, it's perceived.
2: Yeah. Oh, all that
0: gold, bro. Even I don't
2: know if people They got know all this that too. gold down in Fort Knox. Um, <laughs> yeah, doubt it. <laughs> um, but I know people like in banking, the federal reserve goes through everything. They they do all our regulations, all our laws and stuff like that, but even uh, simple transfers like Zelle, Venmo, Even your wire transfers, people think, oh, I'm going to send wire to this bank. It goes through right away. No, it doesn't. It goes to the Federal Reserve first. We have something called OFAC. OFAC gives them the right to audit your wire transfers and kind of look and why you're sending them money. And that's how they pick up patterns and say, oh, my God, you're sending too much money to this person. Or if you're sending money out of the country. And OFAC can freeze your wire transfer and actually take your funds. And they don't have to give an explanation why. They can just take your money. I've seen it happen to people.
0: Wow. They just take your money. They just take your money. So let me, let me ask you this, because we, we talked about this as well, um, off, offline. I don't know how comfortable you feel about talking about online. So let's, let, me, let me ask this. Do you think, we're, do you think it's a matter of, of time, in fact, that we go to a non-paper money society?
2: Oh, absolutely. You absolutely. think everything's done digitally? I mean, ask anyone. I, um, I don't have any cash in my pocket right now, but I got money hmm. So how do I have money without having any cash? Well, everything's digitalized. Everything's online. I, I, I don't even use my debit card. I like I touch my phone to everything to pay for for everything. If people are like, oh, my God, the FDIC that I, I need FDIC insurance. Well, FDIC doesn't do anything for you. People are like, oh, it protects me if the bank goes under. Well, it does to an extent, but they have 99 years to pay you back, which you probably won't be alive for. Say so that again? They have 99 years to pay you back. So if a bank goes under, so if a big bank, let's just use Chase. Mm-hmm. If Chase goes under and they're losing all their money, the FDIC will take over Chase. And all the money that you have in the bank, the FDIC doesn't have to pay you back right away. You're not going to get that money. It's going to take a long time to get that money.
0: And so most likely, they're banking on you being dead before much, you get the money. Pretty much. So So, 99 years. So when
2: people chase that chase, oh, I need, it needs to be FDIC insured. You you don't, you're uneducated and you need to learn about the system because it's, it's being used against you. Everything's digitalized now. We want money on to be online. We want that control. Everything you go, if you go to a bank nowadays, you're old. There's no reason for you to go to a bank. People are like, I need to cash my check. Go to the ATM, cash your check there. Oh, I need to make a deposit. Use your phone. Make your deposit through your phone or go through the ATM. You, we don't need, technically, we don't need freestanding banks, theoretically. So if you ever go to the bank and you stand in line, look who you're standing in line with. It's usually old people our business customers.
0: That's so scary, it's true. Yeah, it, yeah. it's a thousand Every time I go true. to the bank for a deposit, for cash deposit. Yeah. Old people. Old people online. Yeah. Very few tellers. One, maybe two.
2: Yeah, so if people complain like, hey, I've been waiting in line forever. Yeah, that's the, that's the new style. Um, our customers... If you're waiting in line, the expectation that we is acceptable for a customer to wait in line is 15 minutes.
0: Mm. Yeah,
2: and that's accept, and they they tell us that that's acceptable. I told you
0: that every time I go to the bank, dude. Every time I go, every time I go to the bank,
1: bro. When I worked that's for right. the bank, if it was 15 minutes before I got to my next customer, they'd have been in my. No, it happens all the time, people, and and that's
2: and crazy. the goal is the, is that the teller's job or you know whatever who who's doing the cash handling that day. Their job is to educate the customer. Be like, hey, you have all these other options, so you choose to wait in line.
0: 100%. This happened to me. Went there and making a cash deposit. The guy tells me, just do this on your card and do it out at the ATM. Yep. I'm like, well, my, my card doesn't work at the ATM. We'll get you another card and we'll figure it out real quick. Yeah. Next day, go in there and that card didn't work. So I had to get another card. You know. And then finally it, it, it worked and now I don't have to wait in line. I just go to the ATM. Yep. Make the cash deposit.
2: Yeah, that's the goal. Everything yeah digital cash is it's already happening people there's so many people you, who are against it, but if you have a credit card, if you have a debit card, that's digital cash.
0: do you think that do you think that that's they're moving to that because of convenience or because of control or is there or is it both? I think it's both okay
2: it, I, gone are the days of people who stick cash under their bed there's okay. some some people that are still like that, but realistically all the largest balances are all digitalized. you, you look at your balance on your account and you can see it right there. You spend your money, you can spend it online. You don't need cash. Most of online shopping, no, there's no cash involved in online shopping. You're not going right. to send Amazon cash. Right. So it's, it's already happening. And I know that's the ultimate goal in the end is to have a whole digital currency. That's why, um, you know, the government and Federal Reserve kill crypto so quickly. We don't talk about that a lot. A lot of banks, a lot of the big banks, like the big five, they don't do crypto. They won't allow that because they're going to shut it down. Because once the U.S. currency becomes fully digital, why would we want crypto?
0: Ooh.
1: I got a whole nother theory on crypto. (laughs) What's your theory on crypto? Uh, So, somebody's... Okay, so there's not really a computer big enough to really... Because quantum computing hasn't really been 100% stabilized and figured out yet, right? They're still working on quantum computing, which is using the particles around you to use processing power versus a circuit board. Okay. Right, so... How right now, like how we're waiting for Mister Cool to send us a part because the circuit's fucked up and it won't run from one piece to another. Yes. Think of if it didn't need that circuit board and it could just use the air around it to to move all those all the electricity around, like magic, basically. Wow. That's that's similar to like what quantum computing is, right? Okay. So, on a very basic level, because I don't even understand it completely. Um. But there's nothing. There's no supercomputer that's really powerful enough to, let's say scrub every Facebook account for all their photos or how they type and how they write to feed some sort of server or AI system or something like that, right? Well, what if you just create a fake currency? One, it's a good test trial on how digital currency will work. Two, you pay somebody to solve a problem for you, and then off of that problem solving, you get a coin. Well, what kind of problem are you solving with graphics cards? Most problem solving on a computer is done with a processor. Mm-hmm. So what's going on that they need graphics card processing specifically to grab the data off of these blockchains to solve these problems? So are they grabbing photographic information off of the Internet? Are they, you know, like what, what problem solving are they actually doing for these people and who, what people are they doing it for? There's a there's a system you can buy. It's a node system. It's a it's a wireless network. And you can put it in your house. And basically, it opens up a a pathway for people to ping your network and send data through the internet using your router through your router to somebody else's router to move data, blockchain data. And every time somebody uses your network, your Wi-Fi, to move data, you get paid off of that. Okay. Why do they need to use your network to move data? What data are they moving through your network? So if somebody goes back and goes, oh, uh, there was a money transfer that was hidden inside of a blockchain that just went through your wireless network five years ago, $500 million. What do you know about that? Went through your network. I don't don't know if that's how it's going to work or if that's exactly what it's doing, because I don't even understand the blockchain 100% completely. But that doesn't make sense to me. So that tells me that there's data mining going on and that they're getting some sort of information from all these people. Working as one supercomputer, I mean, there's people that have warehouses full of graphics cards Yeah, uh, that a quantum computer could do in seconds. Data mining. Yeah, what data? Well, collecting
2: data for anything, I mean, that's the most common thing. Use Facebook, use use
1: Instagram. They all collect data, right? They all collect data.
2: Even if we're talking about something and if uh, talk about something like backrest, we'll talk about backrest. Your phone's listening to you. Also, I know an ad's probably going to pop up on my Instagram. It's like, hey, you have back issues? Here's like, look at this product. I'll screenshot it. I've never talked about back issues or anything like that, but I have my cell phone in front of me. I guarantee you something later on tonight is going to pop up on my phone, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Instagram, um, trying to sell me something. Collecting data on people helps marketing, helps the whole entire process of selling to people and getting cash movement.
1: I go in and turn off my microphone access to every single app that isn't my cell phone.
2: Well, even uh, Snowden talked about that, how the government has access to your microphones, to mm-hmm. your cameras, even on your laptop, they can view you whenever they want. That was the whole entire issue that they were talking about.
0: Well, guys, we talked about a lot of stuff today, a lot. And one of the things that you said is most people do things out of fear, yeah. you know, for sure. And so on and so on. Well, we, we don't want you to be afraid, but we do want you to contact us. So send an email with any questions, comments, or insults about Part-Time Dave in particular. Uh, send that to cutlightsmokepodcast at gmail.com. Again, all one word cutlightsmokepodcast at gmail.com, and we will catch you there. So, for the Cut Light Smoke Podcast, I'm Bradley along with part time Dave and know it all JB. And We're out of here. You guessed it like last year. Peace, fellas. Oh, yeah, when that happened, no one questioned I